0: It's a new day. Yes, it
1: is. Welcome to the greatest podcast of all time,
0: which is entitled The New Day. Be- Yo.
2: You guys went slow-mo, and my yeah. stuff is normally long. So I had to I had to stretch it out. I wasn't prepared Even for it. longer. You know, right, right. right. um, hey, I, can
0: I can I say something before we actually get into this? Um, I'm I don't I'm not I'm a little wrong for this, but uh Kofi, you're wearing a, a backwards cap right now. I and am. it does remind me a little bit of, you know, the Steve Buscemi gif, uh, where he says, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey that's <a> <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't be over forty. Hey, I'm I just saying. Think I would I would know, have, like, there bro. might be the age limit. No, no, no. You know what it is. You know what it is. Have we talked about this before? I know. I know we've talked about it personally, but my head is abnormally large. Okay. Okay. To the point where I can't wear like a normal snapback. Like I would always have to literally, if I wanted to fit comfortably, it would have to be on like the last snap. And that's obviously, like, too embarrassing to walk around in public like that. So <laughs> yeah. for you, everybody in, like, middle school is wearing baseball caps in high school, you know, and he, he, all the time. But I could never wear one. And I found, uh, I actually got, like, uh, I guess, targeted on uh, Instagram for, like, these hats, you know. I targeted. Think I, they targeted me, you know, and they found me. They sought me out. They saw that my head was really big on Instagram. And they advertised these uh, melon, I think it's called melon hats. Uh, and it's like melon XL. I'm like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. And they fit, dude. So I ordered like two of them. So for the past like two days, I've been just wearing hats like like a normal person. You know, so I feel good. And it might be 38 years late, okay? But that's okay, you know? Because better late than never, man. This is great. They fit. I love it. Respect. When we sat down
1: and when you came on the call, I was thinking to myself, why is he wearing a backwards? Like, and it's backwards and like to the side, like to the corner, yeah, like it's yeah, like 92. Exactly. Bro, exactly. it makes its
2: way around like all day. I saw how I start with it forward, then it goes like 15 degrees, then, you know, 75 degrees. I just, I'm I'm a kid in the candy store right now, you, know? you guys oh, well, understand the play. And actually the only other person, so I, <laughs> Samoa Joe, actually, uh, so he, he put me on some hats from like eBay or something, which like didn't fit right for me because he has a big head too. And uh, as soon as I got these and they fit in, he was the first one I texted. I was like, bro, you got to check out these hats. I'm like, man, they don't even know the struggle that we deal with with these big domes that we have, you know. So it's a, it's a thing, yeah. man.
0: Big is an understatement. We're talking about uh, Joe's head. I don't want to oh, be yeah. respectful. I love I Joe, say, but geez. Joe got a gourd on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> God.
2: Oh, go ahead. My yeah. God. I
0: say it was a bad thing. I just said it's a very
2: large head. Yes, some people like
0: gourds. Right. No, it's not. <laughs> that used to be a thing on commentary, you know, always talking about how big somebody's head
2: is. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> bring it back bring it back. Well, of course, it reminds me of the, uh, the Seinfeld uh, where George is like putting on someone's sweater uh, and he gets accused of stretching out the neck hole.
2: Because
0: <laughs> yeah. his head's too big. Yeah, yeah, it's Tim Watley, I think, at Tim Watley's sweater. Anyways, who was Brian Cranston something like that. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, thanks uh, for no,
2: thanks for noticing, you know. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, it. No, yeah. I feel hands. like we
0: yes, the uh anti-dentite. Uh we also always talk about the three of us having big heads. Do we actually have we big heads or do we just think we have I have big a large heads? head. I I oh. Xavier Woods have oh. a large head. Yeah, we didn't we didn't
2: identify oh, yeah, I've, been, I've been trying to get back to it, but, but it's okay. okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, <laughs> I am Biggie. Yes, that's I you. am Kofi Kingston with the big head. And we well, we all have we all suffer from big headitis. Uh-huh. Right. Big head syndrome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a real thing. I feel right. like mine, so I, I have a weird-shaped head, but then obviously having all this hair makes it even more intense, so I definitely can't wear hats.
2: People people think it's my hair. Like, oh, well, you got all that hair. I was like, nah, bro. I'll, I rocked a fade for the majority of my life. Could never wear a hat. It's a sad story. Trust me, I know. <laughs> you know? they tried to tell me, like, oh, man, it's your hair. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not the one who's like living this. You know what I'm saying? You try to tell me what's going on. Like, I don't know what's going on. I know, well, I know <laughs> i got a
1: big head. With, with all these strong emotions on, on the size of our heads and the hats that we can wear, uh, we are gonna dive into a mailbag so we can learn even more about ourselves.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't th- stop thinking about that gift. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> It's so go. so cool, so oh go kids. <laughs> Cause I
0: don't know how old he was when he shot that, but he looks like he's 65.
2: <laughs>
0: all right, all right. Uh, the first
1: one I will say is from Brandon that said, what's one thing you learned about yourselves during the pandemic? Wait, is this his name is just At Brandon? I don't see an at. I just see Brandon. I mean, oh. I assume maybe his at was was salacious or something. Okay, fair. A good question. First thing we learned about ourselves during the pandemic? No, just just one, one thing you've learned about yourself. So in all of this time that we have had at home, doing this, not being able to go out, what's something that you have learned about yourself that you were not privy to prior?
0: Mm. I don't know if I learned anything new. I feel like certain things were heightened. Like I realized, oh, I really do love being alone. I knew I loved being alone before, but God, I love not seeing people. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I suppose so I talk about this often and probably too much, but I started meditating daily. I have like 160 day streak, I think at this point, very close to that. And I realized, oh, okay, this, this is along the same, and I there probably talked about this a lot too. I realized I used to hate walking. I used to not enjoy being outdoors and sweating in Florida. I love going on walks. In fact, right before we sat down to record this, I had to kind of hurry and shower because I just came from a walk. That's what I do these days. <laughs> I go for a nice 30 minute walk. I'll go work wow. out. I'll stretch, so I'm at the gym for about two hours. I'll come back, eat real quick, and I'll just put some headphones on. And sometimes I'll text, but usually I try to put my phone away, and I just go for a stroll, think, wow. look around. So I, that's that's the one thing I learned. I learned that I enjoy a leisurely walk. Mm, at peace. Peacefully. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, geez, for me, I don't know, man. Uh, I think uh, I was like pleasantly surprised, you know, so obviously we've been on the road for a very, very long time. And especially like with my family, like my kids have only known me to be on the road. I've never been home for any kind of extended periods of time with the exception of, um, I guess, the ankle surgery that I had. But even that was only like six weeks, you know what I mean, or eight weeks or whatever it was. But um, it was pleasant to find out that my family actually likes me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, we joke about it, but it's like you, you know, you, you spend so much time away. It's like when people have like long distance relationships, right, for a really long time, and then you move in together, and then you realize like you hate each other. It's like, oh, we can't spend this much time <laughs> together. So not that I was like nervous that that would happen, but um, I was, I, I guess, surprised or pleasantly surprised that I was embraced. You know, like it was an affirmation that like, OK, like you guys don't like me in spurts. You know what I mean? Like you like me big here, like uh, on, a, on a consistent basis, you know. So that was uh, so pleasantly surprising. You know, we've talked about all the, uh, the the quantity and quality time that we've gotten to spend with our families. For me, it's just been amazing. One amazing thing after another. We built a deadlift platform the other day you know Mm. uh, and I had the kids paint the actual like the wood piece in the middle you know and and my wife too got in on it too so like uh now that you know having the home gym, anytime I go in there and I'm about to deadlift you, like you look down on the ground and now I see all this like artwork, you know? And if I need like a little extra motivation to kind of get that extra rep, you know, I'm just like thinking like, damn, like I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about like, you know, my family, you know, we put this thing together, you know, together. So now let me get this, this last rep up, you know? So yeah. And then on top of that too, you were talking about like uh, sweating E. Uh, as you guys know, like when we go to the gym and work out, like I do not sweat. I very rarely sweat. Uh, but now having put the home gym in my garage, the humidity level and the heat is just, it's crazy. It's intense. There's no moving air in there. Uh, but I've come to like crave that, which is so, so strange to me because back in high school with wrestling and, you know, having to like make weight, I vowed, I would like never like make myself sweat, you know, if I didn't have to. And now I feel like if I, if I, if I don't sweat, Like I'm not getting a a good workout. So it's weird to have like kind of come like, I guess 180 in terms of like me not feeling like I got a workout unless I sweat, you know? So it's really, it's, you know, random but uh but definitely a little strange for me so
0: that was your big takeaway from from high school wrestling
2: yeah I don't want that,
0: that, that, that was the lesson you learned <laughs> i will i will never sweat I again yeah, there's so like,
2: many there's so many things oh, yeah. in my head that i
0: learned from wrestling that
1: i'm doing for the rest of my life and your main was i will not sweat unless i absolutely have
2: to exactly well i mean you know like having to drop weight and for me like i my my body fat was very like you know i didn't have much body fat. i didn't have much to like to lose from So for me to have to lose like five pounds and, you know, we did this the complete wrong way. I would never recommend this to anybody, but to have to go into like a sauna or a steam room and put on this, you know, like rubber suit on or like garbage bag. And I'm trying to drop these three pounds and you're feeling so sucked out and emaciated. It's a horrible, terrible, awful feeling. And I vowed to never want to like feel that again to the point like I, I I probably only, well, there was a point in time, maybe it was like, uh, even like a decade after high school, I had not been in a sauna or a steam room more than like twice because I didn't want to associate, you know, I didn't want to go back to feeling that way, you know? So only recently have I gone into like steam rooms and saunas and stuff. It was, I guess, traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. Talking about it now. So yeah, it's it, like I said, I know it's weird. It's weird, but you know, that's, that's what I've gotten from the pandemic so far. But I can think about my head anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Because my my biggest thing, like
1: with wrestling, was like, oh, I don't ever want to have to cut weight again. But it had nothing to do with like sweating or being hot. Because like that that's what I just associated working out with. Like if I'm not like dripping sweat when I'm working out, I feel like I'm not working out hard. But I, yeah. it's 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 the weight cutting. So I just it, it, it legit when I realized that you don't sweat that that scared me
2: <laughs>
1: because if you're not sweating, like if you're not hydrated and like you could you could just like, die from dehydration, and you're like, oh no, I just don't sweat. And I was like, I what? Like you you work out in the gym regularly, you're a pro
2: wrestler. What do you mean? I know you don't sweat and my feet would sweat. My feet would sweat heavily. Yeah. That was it. All yeah. the the fours, boycott. Does your brother sweat? Uh yeah, he sweats. uh I mean he has a yeah, yeah, he sweats. He does. He does. But not like profuse.
0: Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering being born in Ghana and mm. you know, being in sub-Saharan Africa, if you just your body had adapted. Man. The sweating less that was just my yeah. one assumption. I don't know, but honestly. Anyways. I don't really
2: know what my brother's uh sweat level is. I'll have to uh, I'll have to ask him about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely <laughs> curious though, you know, because it might be like a this hereditary, like evolutionary thing. I don't know. I just want to see you trap him in a hot room and just film him. What are you doing, Kofi? What are you doing, Kofi? You know, don't sweat, you know, don't
1: sweat. Oh, I gotta check,
2: I gotta check myself. Say. <laughs> it's like un- uncut gems and put them yeah, in the yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. <laughs>
1: my my thing is very similar to yours, Cove, because uh, obviously been on the road. Like you miss a lot with with your kids, and so I've got the three year old, and uh, so just being on the road constantly. Like you, I obviously I got like videos and pictures and stuff, and like FaceTime and all that stuff. So like you see a video of like first steps and like first words, but like you're not there for it. So there's always this. Um, I don't know, this feeling in the back of your mind. It's like, what am I contributing? What am I missing out on? Like, what am, what is happening without my knowledge? And like, how am I going to like keep a connection? Like with this kid, like, are they going to be mad at me? Because I've been on the road for like this part of their life. And like, when I'm finally home for like, quote unquote, like for good, like when they're a little bit older, like, is that going to be okay? Am I going to be able to build that? And so that's just like, that's always like a, 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 a quiet fear in the, in the back of my mind. And so for me, I feel like quarantine was a little different because I was, I got hurt before quarantine and so granted I was still like traveling a ton like with all the video game stuff um I was I was I think I was on the road more when I got hurt than I was when I was wrestling but but I was getting to come home in in more spurts rather than being being gone for like three weeks at a time and then home for a week I'd be gone for like three days and come back for a day then be gone for four and so once quarantine hit it made me feel I guess I guess better about that that connection with with my kids because I've got at that point I had the newborn Um, and so just being here with him every day and, you know, getting him up and playing with him and seeing him like start, he started like walking. So it's like terrifying because you know get the baby gates and stuff so now we got to watch the stairs and we got to watch there's like a little trampoline uh, that nope can't get on that like it's 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 like it's like babies just all want to jump off head first into everything and it's like what, where's your, your your life preservation thing in your head <laughs> come on <laughs> like, don't, don't jump off the couch like that so uh it's it, it makes I don't know for me that, that's one thing I realized like I realized like it's going to be okay pretty much <laughs> and that's like a I don't know it sounds and, but like, it's a, it's a kind of huge relief and a huge thing in my head.
2: I feel like it's a, it's something that like, unless you're, unless you live a life where you're away from your family at an ex, for an extended period of time, like you almost can't, you, you almost can't like relate, you know, cause it, it does sound weird to like say that out loud, like you said, but I think, uh, with us, you know, I'd imagine like military families are the same way, but yeah, no, I, I feel that man. That's awesome that you were there for those first steps, dude. Oh my okay. God. Oh I mean. my god,
1: crazy! All right, so next question. Bring it back a little bit to some
2: levity. What are your feelings on cheese that comes from a can? Me, well, I, 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 I hate, I hate cheese. I hate cheese, uh, and it's funny because I, you know, before I, I stopped eating dairy and and meat and everything. You know, I would eat pizza. I would put Parmesan cheese and stuff. But cheese in general, it just grosses me out. Just like the sound, the word, the word cheese, is disgusting to me. It's like just like thinking of the whole process in which the cheese is made, and then you know the milk coming from the udders and all that and such. Like I don't want to gross anybody out, but if you go and look at the process in which the milk comes out of the udders, you might have a hard time drinking milk. Okay, go ahead explain it. Go ahead explain it. Well, I mean, so so they put these like uh, you know like the 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 I don't even know, like the, the milking machine on the udders. And sometimes, if the cows aren't taken care of properly, they will, it'll, it'll like irritate around the udders. So there'll be like pus and like blood and stuff that will get into the milk. Now, this is all pasteurized, right? Like they heat it up and they kill all the germs. But to me, if you drop some blood or pus in my meal and just heat it up and give it to me and tell me it's okay. Nah, bro. I'm not. I'm not. I can do without that. You can you can miss me with that, as they say. So I I can't I can't do cheese. And even to the point now where like they have like vegan cheese, but I can't eat it because of the word cheese. When I hear the word cheese, it just instant my stomach starts turning. As a matter of fact, (laughs) we have a game that we play in this house when we go to the park called the cheese game where uh, my my kids, if you go to a park, you'll see like a mulch and pretend like, oh, this is a cup of lemonade. So my kids will pretend like it's a cup of lemonade or like, a, you know, uh, some kind of food and I'll be eating it. And they'll be like, oh no, it's cheese. And then I say, what? I thought I told you, I don't like cheese. And now I'm the cheese monster and I'm chasing my kids around because I'd rather eat my kids than eat the cheese. You know, so that's- What? you have villainized <laughs> cheese it's- to the point Yes, yeah. it's yeah, and we get to the park, and the kids are like, well, Daddy, I want to play the cheese game, and I'm looking around like everyone's like, well, what's the cheese game? I'm like, well, well, I don't really like cheese, and I just chase the kids around and almost you know try to eat them for feeding me cheese. It doesn't make sense, but this is this is what we do in our household. So <laughs> you you hate cheese so much that you choose cannibalism <laughs>
0: over cheese, own, <laughs> and, and, and not just cannibalism of human, <laughs> but cannibalism <laughs> of the children. <laughs> <laughs> that, that you bore, that your wife bore,
2: <laughs> that you have raised, that you love. Yeah. So that's how much you hate cheese. Cannibalism yeah, is in the name over of cheese. Of very, rarely of cheese. Do I, very rarely do I catch them. You know, so I, technically I haven't eaten them yet. But your this intent. is yes. My intent. Yes. The intent is to learn. Don't feed. Don't feed me cheese. Learn that like early. You know, so when you get to be an adult, it's not a joke. Oh, daddy, you want some cheese? nah get that out of my face, son. You know, you're grounded. I'll eat. <laughs> So it's to the point where like, so do they like cheese? You know, their taste buds kind of change. So they'll like the, you know, we'll have them have like the vegan cheese, obviously, every now and then. It, It depends on what the food is. My older son doesn't like cheese on his pizza. So if we go to a restaurant, we'll order a gluten free pizza with tomato sauce and that's it. No, no, nothing, nothing else on it, you know? He would so hate that. He wouldn't want anything to do with that. I know, I saw him shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, only the, thing,
1: the only thing he wants on the pizza is the cheese. <laughs>
2: Look,
0: there's no need to bring that up. There was no, a go time ahead. Go to- <laughs> well, we were, sometimes we were on tours. We would do these European tours, and I'm trying to keep my, you know, keep my carbs low. So I would just scrape the cheese off and just eat the cheese and kind of, you know, throw the bread away. Uh, and for a while, uh, I told you this, but for a while, I would just go to the store, I'd go to Publix, and I would get big bags of mozzarella cheese, just shredded cheese, and I wouldn't mix it with anything. You know, sometimes you, you would buy, it's like my mom used to buy the cheeses for the macaroni and cheese that she would make. And that's what the cheese are kind of for. They're usually for something. You put them in something. Not me. I put it in a little container, a little Tupperware, and I would just fill up the Tupperware with some cheese, put that bad boy on for a minute, and just take a fork and eat plain cheese. At one point, I did add some tomato sauce, a little bit of tomato sauce to spice it up, but I love cheese. And, I, and all this cheese slander, if I'm being honest, rubbing me the wrong way. Rubbing me the wrong way, this might be the end. But I will say we also need to get back to the question. The origin of the question was not just cheese, but cheese in a can of can And I came up on, I grew up on Cheese Whiz. And cheese whiz was delicious. You can argue that it's not healthy for you. It's not good for you. You can argue all, all you want. I understand. But cheese whiz, cheese in a can, big thumbs up. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. fact, two thumbs up. It's very good. It's very tasty. The only reason I've curtailed my uh, cheese usage these days is because you know they talk about dairy and inflammation and whatnot, so I don't eat as much cheese as I used to, but I will never slander cheese. I will never slander the taste. I love how it sounds too. <laughs> sometimes so sometimes fast when fast I'm fast just sitting alone and I want to hear something melodic, I just say, cheese. You him with a nice <laughs> fromage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: we guess, said, I'm a big cheese fan. When we were kids, so we were very big on like, uh, not cheese boards, because it was just like, if somebody's parents like had like a little snack thing out, we would only eat the cheese and the crackers. And so we figured out like, oh, we could, if we just bought a thing of Ritz crackers and a thing of Cheese Whiz, we would set up like a little factory where we'd have two people on the Cheese Whiz and two people on the crackers. So the two people on the crackers put a cracker down, Cheese Whiz down, and then the next cracker goes on and we have like an assembly line and we would make like, I don't know, like a hundred of these things and just eat them throughout the week. Cause it was like, it was the easiest thing for us to make as kids. And again, Cheese Whiz, delicious. We'll get you. We'll get you. <laughs> Next question is from at Kevin Salmo. Which band, rapper,
0: or singer would you bump hard when alone, but not around the others? I don't really have any shame. So yeah. if we're yeah. talking about like music that you wouldn't expect me to necessarily listen to, uh, I've, I've loved System of a Down for quite some time. And definitely during quarantine, I've listened to more System of a Down. And for me, it's, it's mostly hip hop with R&B as well. So I don't really listen to a lot of metal, but System of a Down is incredible. That Toxicity album is mm. flawless. It's incredible. And then there's a few other songs, a few other albums that I enjoy, like there's tracks from other albums, but BYOB, TV, radios, and then like, there's a few others, uh, Hypnotize. The Aerials on that one? Uh, aerials is on on Toxicity. Okay. That, that Toxicity album is incredible. It's so good. It uh, I would say System of a Down, And I also really love Florence and the Machine. Yeah. There's a Ceremonial's album. She's incredible. I think she's a very incredible performer.
1: So it's weird. So like you said, we're all very comfortable with each other's music and we all pretty much like it for the most part. But I do like a lot of what Kofi would call, and you can beat this, I guess, that singing. (laughs) Singing. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll listen to like like old school R&B, but it's like uh, maybe like tevin campbell or what like or some ralph Tresvin or something and if Kobe's awake in the car he he don't like tune it now headphones
2: on headphones go <laughs> right on <laughs> no just... more conversations with, with me and eve <laughs> gone. Uh, nah, I'll, tune, I'll tune out i'll tune uh-huh. out i mean i respect that you miss you listen to it it's like uh i always say with like with drake i love drake rapping drake i can't stand singing drake and it's not because of his talent it's just because i don't enjoy listening to a lot of like singing and whining and uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't hear you whining. I don't hear you whining. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. You know, you got your heart broke. Okay. I, but that's fine. I like, I don't need to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, I don't, I just don't need to hear it, man. He said the only wine he wanted that wine. <laughs> <laughs> you know? that you wine. Put some, put some bass in it, you know, give me some, I don't know, a fast beat. Give me, give me something. Just don't, don't whine in my ear. You know, I'm putting I'm putting the headphones on my ear. You're getting real close to me like you're about to tell me something and you're going to whine in my ear. Ugh, I don't want that. Is that what you think R&B is, is whining? I think that's what he thinks it is. A lot of it is whining, yes. Yeah, but I, I would rather have something <laughs> upbeat. You, you talked <laughs> about the
0: slander you got for that uh, Bruce Lee decision in the uh, tournament. To be, uh, the yeah. slander
2: you're about to get for this R&B or, oh, great, more whining. People are going to whine to me. My- <laughs> you know, which is what I'm trying to avoid in the first place. <laughs> you know so, great, you. Thanks, guys. How dare <laughs> you. you. say that? I'm not me. So, you know, get out of my ear, bro. Get out of my ear, bro! Get out of my eardrum, dog!
0: This is a horrible oh, take for the it's record. Terrible. This is a horrible <laughs> take. It's, it's just not
2: for me. That's all, you know. So then, so then, okay. So let me ask
1: you this. Let me. So, how do you feel about Jodice? Uh take him or leave him.
0: What? Oh my God! I, 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 no, this, no, no, I understand the things,
2: just,
1: the things you're about to go through right now. I this whole, this Look, whole week, it's the just, things you're about to go through.
2: The genre is not for me. It's just, it's just not oh. for me. That's all. It's Jodice. there's this a handful of songs. Lady. Stay. Come on. If it it comes on, then like for the sake of nostalgia, the fact that it was on at the middle school dance and, you know, you go and you slow dance with some girls in the the dance. Like, I I remember that. That was cool. But I don't want to like I'm not going to go search it out. I'm not going to go to Spotify and then type Jodeci in the in the search, you know, and this is again, nothing against Jodeci. I would love, as a matter of fact, I would love to meet them. I respect them. I respect everything that they have done for the music industry. I respect all the people that have followed them all these years, you know, and appreciate them. I appreciate the people that appreciate them. But as far as putting that the genre on, on a playlist, you want me to put that on a playlist and listen to a list of songs all whining? Nah, bruh. This is easily the worst <laughs> thing
0: you've ever said on this podcast. Nah, uh, bro. Easily, we might. I'm just saying. This is not me. I have no more listeners after this. <laughs> it's it just, just not podcast.
2: Me. I'm not saying for you not to listen to it. You know, I'm not saying for you not to listen to it. I'm just saying for me, I'm not going to seek out something like Jodeci. I, I, I'll listen to the song, but I'm not gonna. I, I just won't put it on my playlist, man. If it comes on, like if it was in the car and I had my headphones on because y'all were playing some of that singing. And I heard that come on. I would take my headphones off. I'll listen to that song, but then I'll put them back. I don't know. I won't even listen to the full song. I'll listen to like maybe 30 seconds or, you know, one, uh, one loop. I don't know. But, but yeah, I just, it's not for me, man. It's not for me.
0: I could respect you saying it's not for me, but when you went into that whole diatribe about whining and whatnot, it's uh, whining. it was really uh, it's kind of, it's virtually offensive. <laughs> what well <if> <laughs> I feel like after this podcast drops, I'm going to have to distance myself from you. <laughs> Maybe put out a PR statement and let people know that Kofi's uh, hey. views uh, expressed by one Kofi Sarkoti Mensa do not reflect uh, the views of myself and Austin Watson. It's uh, it's really Deplorable. Kof,
2: when you when you speak for yourself, you also speak for your group. So we got to do what we got to do. That's what I was gonna say. Since I since I don't like uh, uh, I was about to say country music. (laughs) That's that's where I was gonna go with my answer. But since I don't like the R and B, you know that means that we all don't like the R and B, right? So let's keep the gimmick strong, guys. We're about six plus years deep. Okay. Let's keep it strong, okay?
1: Yeah, okay, so if you're gonna say that that that's what the whole group says, we're not saying that because it's not like y'all don't listen to Samantha James or Zero Seven. That's my, that's my jams.
2: Yeah, but but I feel like I, I rep, you know, like K-pop. You know, I'll rep K-pop yeah. because of you. You know, you like K-pop, hey, I'm right there with you, you know? You dislike... Something, I'm I'm right there. I'm right by your side, bro. I'm attached to the hip, you know? I'm conjoined. You know me, I'm conjoined. I I thought that was the... (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought that was the gimmick, you know? I thought that was the gimmick. Don't you use our our friendship against us. So come on, y'all. Stand with me. Stand with me. We don't... We don't. We can't stand that singing (laughs) okay? We can't stand it. Print it. Here, here. The next question before Kofi digs is holding (laughs) it deeper for himself.
1: All right. We'll throw this to you, E. Uh, though it says mostly for E. That what is your opinion on the finale of Seinfeld?
0: Look, it, it was slandered. Have you guys seen the Seinfeld finale? No. No. So it's kind of a clip show. Well, well spoilers, spoilers. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Good
2: joke. Was, thanks, man.
0: Appreciate <laughs> it, Well done. Appreciate it. I'm going to get a quick in on you. <laughs> i seen it in a minute, you know. Yeah, Sean, can you make sure to cut that part up? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, anytime yeah. I ask to get stuff cut, you leave it in, so leave it in. I want it in. Anyways, so the Seinfeld finale is set, it's kind of people, I've, I've seen it called a clip show, but the premise is, so they are supposed to, uh, the, the episode before, they get on a chartered flight, uh, like all the friends, uh, all four of them, get on a chartered flight because they're headed to Los Angeles from New York, to film a pilot. And anyways, it's it's not to film a pilot. Anyway, they'd already filmed a pilot for Seinfeld, but they were getting another opportunity to do a show, a show, uh, like a sitcom of their own. And uh, so to skip all the nuances and whatnot, essentially the plane has to be rerouted, I believe to Massachusetts. And they laugh at this very overweight man who's getting robbed and they film him. And there's in this town, there's been a new law enacted Uh, called a good Samaritan law. And if you don't actually do something within reason to help someone in need, you can be arrested or fined. And they were made an example of, uh, and it's actually, I thought it was pretty clever because they're all terrible people. Like they have no, they have very little redeeming value. So them going out that way. So they end up uh, having to go to court in this town, I believe is in Massachusetts, if I remember correctly, somewhere in New England. And uh, so they essentially bring back all these great memorable characters for their trial who testify about their character or lack thereof. So uh, it's cool to see so many former faces that we've seen before and and know and love from the show. And it ends up with them actually being sentenced. Uh, They're they're guilty, they're found guilty. And uh, then the show concludes with them being in jail and we go out with I think like Jerry's doing stand up in the prison uh and that's <laughs> how the show kind of ends it's it's real silly but I don't know what people wanted out of it's not a drama where we're building to some great uh cinematic exciting end I liked it but I also so I watched Seinfeld I started watching it when it was in syndication because I was really when it was actually on air, I think I just didn't get it or just didn't grab me. But pretty much as soon as it went to syndication, I started watching. And so I had already kind of heard some of the noise about people not loving the finale. So it was different from being in the moment and expecting something and wanting this great finale and being disappointed. I already knew like this is the show and I already heard all the buzz. But I really liked it. I haven't heard a better alternative for an end. I enjoyed it. I liked that we got to see so many of the prominent uh, guests from before that are really memorable. Uh, and I enjoyed it. A lot of people feel that it was a bad uh, series finale. But a lot most people are disappointed by series finales in general. Yeah, that's
1: like, so uh, we were doing the show, Kofi and I were doing a deal on uh, my YouTube channel, Up, Up, Down, Down, go subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, on Game of Thrones as it was airing in the last season. And I know that there was a bunch of controversy about like, the final episode of Game of Thrones. Cause like everybody wanted it to go their, their specific way. When you have that many people that are watching the show, so many people want so many different things. And it's, it's always so interesting. I feel like there's very few, like you said, very few series where people can watch it. And like the whole, or like the majority of the community is like, yeah, that feels right. right. Cause everyone's so attached to it. They, 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 they want their own vision to be portrayed. Did you two enjoy
0: that last season, the whole last season, did you think it was up to par? I thought it was good, but it was not what I wanted. Okay. Kof?
2: I thought the season itself, uh, it kind of dragged on a little bit. But to me, the finale was, uh, it, it was like the best case scenario. Because like, to me, everybody got what they wanted. I thought they tied, uh, I don't want to say they tied up a lot of loose ends because they were some mm, that they, they No, sir, they, <laughs> they did not. He
1: <laughs> left. And getting everybody getting what they wanted, like that's the messed up part. Like Cersei and what's his name and Jamie, why should they get what they want? They screwed everybody the whole move, the whole series, and now they get to die
2: together. Die together. That, no one gets that personal revenge on them. What is that?
1: Right. I'm sorry, I'm gonna go off. Go ahead.
2: No, I know, I know. I, I, I'm. I don't. I can't. You know what? It's obviously not a good ending because if it was, I would be able to say that it was a good finale. But I. I feel like I can't say that. But at the end of it, it, also, I, I think that just I don't know all like you know. Uh, Aria getting to go off in adventures and do what she does and still be Aria. and you know what I'm saying?
1: And then never use her skills that she learned.
2: Mm-hmm. So dope. So dope. <laughs> well what you, know, you got? I'm saying with, with her, she went. Oh, you don't know what skill. What do you mean? You don't know what skills. Many faces. She the didn't faces, bro. That was the whole story why, arc why for full season. But why can't she use them in her future endeavors? Why? One hundred percent could. <laughs> nothing to do with the screen. Yes. You mean that, off screen. That's what I'm saying. Is how it how how it ended with her. That's what she she got on that ship, right? And then she got to go off and like be adventurous, Arya. You don't know if she uses those oh, skills or not. What, right? you, what you just explained is
1: a Rocky movie where the credits roll after the montage before the big fight.
2: But that's what she wanted. She wanted to go off and be adventurous. Like her, her story doesn't end there. And then if I recall correctly, they were supposed to do like a spinoff show of her going on those adventures. So that was a continuation of like, I don't know. What did you want? What did you I want her to use, I wanted her to change faces and do something. Thank you. Or the show ended, ended like even once she did. She did it with uh what's her name's mom at the, uh, at the Red Wedding, didn't she? I mean, uh, the dude who killed her mom, like, didn't she change into his space? We're talking about the last season of the show I, right But now. I understand, but you're saying like she didn't use the skill, but she did use the skill. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to get into like, a debate on Game of Thrones, you okay. know, whatever. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, to me, like, the end of Game of Thrones, like, she got to go off and do her thing What's her name um what, what red, 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 red hair red chick red haired chick's name uh, uh Sansa. Sansa, 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 Sansa. Sansa Sansa so yeah so she uh you know she got to be like the queen of uh, Winterfell she got to fulfill what she wanted uh like you were saying Jamie and um and seriously got to die from where which they came in the womb wrapped up together like they were born as twins Ugh. you know what I'm saying like what was branding being like the the king was a little bit strange right like airy that that Bro, you, knew you were going to be there that, that to me yeah that to me was like the the weird the, the weirdest part it was like why why are you the kid and you're, you're supposed to have like the vision but that aside everything else like to me was like for the most part i would say like 85 percent like kind of finished in the way that it, i don't know it, i just felt like i don't know i don't
1: know i don't know i mean it's fine it's it, it's it's allowed us to be able to debate about it many
0: months passed, and so i guess it's good that show to me just to wrap this up that show to me is a very pretty beautiful man or woman with no personality that last season was just you're real pretty you look great you got some real cool looking dragons the white walkers they're menacing looking but man that last season was a stinker and i'll say it you said it hard too i did that's how i feel
1: I, th- I think that I would have been, I would have felt a lot better. And then again, yes, we need to move on because uh, we'll just do this for 30 more minutes. Um, <laughs> if they would have not jobbed out the White Walkers in one episode after building them for like seven years, I think I would have felt a lot better because even if it would have ended the way it ended, but we got like three episodes of White Walker fights and like, what's right. his name? Because uh, I thought when everybody came back from the dead, I was like, oh my God, John's going to have to fight his dad, like
2: right. zombie version. And There's then a lot of yeah. A lot of room there so then the other problem is too and not wish just going off on Game of Thrones but uh, the the series like surpassed the books right so uh, a yeah. homeboy who wrote the books didn't have the, the the finish out so then it becomes up you know it's it's the decision of the TV producers to kind of like close up this story that they didn't start right so to me like I, I understand I'm not trying to give them a pass but I understand like why it kind of fell apart because they were following a, 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 a script you know where they had a guy and then all of a sudden they go off on their own devices, and that's why you didn't write Game of Thrones in the first place. So, <laughs> no? so if you were that good, you would have written the series in the first place. Yeah, it wasn't you? So I don't know, man. Sad. That's that's where we got on the uh, Seinfeld finale question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch Seinfeld so we can actually talk about it, please. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I tried. I'm in like the third season. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Curb. I'm in Curb season baby.
0: That's not. All right. we go on that, I know. I know. That's mind. why I stopped. <laughs>
1: Uh, has anyone ever insulted you in the ring, but also been so funny that it was hard for you to keep a straight face?
0: Uh, I would probably say, I don't know if he insulted me, but he, he insulted other people in the match. Uh, Carl Anderson uh, has got to be one, one of the funniest people mid-match, <laughs> yes. and I don't want to name who he was bearing, but it's always popped me good. And sometimes I knew the line was coming, and sometimes the line was the same, but boy, yes. it still popped me good. Like I was pretty composed on TVs, but the live events, there a lot of times if I'm on the apron, I'm having to. It's you know the whole like 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 you're dabbing, you're just you're covering your mouth, <laughs> like you're, you're teeing and giggling because uh, Carl is a very very funny man. But I, uh, yeah, Gallozzi and Anderson together, but uh, I'd have to pick Carl. I don't remember him ever slandering me per se, um, but him making fun of other people our very very funny.
1: funny to you yeah he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i think one thing that helps us too so like with that question i feel like it's an easier question for more like more stoic people to to go with because i feel like for us we can just laugh openly scream laugh and it's yeah, that's fine but that, that's that's that <laughs>
2: <never. laughs> look, look at new day oh they're having such a good time out there nah we're just laughing at what's going on man i think for me it was probably uh Goldust. I, I don't think I've been insulted by Goldust, but I've just heard so many stories of like Goldust in the ring, just yelling at somebody for for something or another without trying to get like too like inside, I guess. But yeah, Goldust has definitely had some gems. Give me a minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> <So cool. laughs>
1: probably Goldie. Okay, and this isn't ever insults at me. I don't. If, I don't think they're even really insults, but I'm gonna say for me, probably Sheamus. Because it'd be with you, Eve, when you guys get face to face and start screaming at me, like, "What you got, dog? What you got, dog? You gonna dog?" Like-
2: so good, so good. <laughs> it's like he got
0: all his understanding of like black culture from a, a mo- like a random movie on BT that was shot in like '92. That's the way he would talk. Like we don't use that lingo anymore. We're, we're so old.
1: It's so good. I'm just crying on the A for just watching y'all. And y'all are both bobbling we're your so, hands on that guitar.
2: you so, Like, we're, we're so, so close. What's for? Just pressed up against you. <laughs> it's it's so literally, like, nose to nose, bro. I haven't been that close to a person besides my wife or kids. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, why? Why are you so close to each other? Just spitting and, and shaking it was him. your head like d Brown. Oh, my God. Bro.
0: It wasn't me. It was him. He was a <laughs>
1: Oh, so good. So good. So, from SF Native, it's a video game question. What is the best external video game device of all time? And they mean stuff like, like the Nintendo Light Zappers or the gun or the Power Pad. I think that's the one for track and field. Uh, the Super Scope for Super Nintendo, Wii controllers or like the Power Glove for the NES, things, things of that nature. What do you yeah. think the best one is?
2: Can you argue with the Power Pad? that man when when the power pad came out i remember uh, i think someone broke it out at like lunchtime uh, you know at school or whatever and just i don't know i feel like it was mind-blowing because if you felt like you were actually in the game you know like as a kid that's all you wanted to be i think i've mentioned this like on a couple different occasions we talked about like nick arcade and stuff like that but you know as a kid like that's always a fantasy to like be in the game you know so when you played like Track and field, for example, and you get on the power pad and you get there, you just get to running and like you see the character running, you know, in a, I don't know, I feel like that was awesome. I remember being like really, really let down by the Super Scope. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I, you know, my friend actually had it. I went over his house all excited because the commercials for the Super Scope were amazing. And then we got there and I'm just like, this is it. Like, I don't know if it was like the gameplay or whatever, but the difference between like the Super Scope. And the power pad, I don't think there's any external device that brought me as much joy as the power pad did. But
1: well, we have a we have a, uh, a late submission uh, in addition to that. It says, name a single game you used that pad for other than
2: track and field, Kof. Ooh. <laughs> From Dan Riker. Dan Riker. You know what? Oh. I can't. But yeah. track and field. But track and field had several other, like, it wasn't just one game. You had all the different events, you know, you had at least like 10 events in there, which were all kind of like different, you know, so maybe you, I felt like it was a, a bigger game than it was, but I don't know. I, I, I still, I still stand by the power pad, even if for Really? Dragon Field. Yeah. Because what else? I mean, I'm going
1: to say, so he's, he's, they have Wii controllers on here. I got to go with those just because like, like when that stuff first came out, playing tennis and bowling and all that stuff, even like the golf. It's like we we're in college and like we were obsessed, like almost
0: putting holes through walls playing tennis, you know? So like that that changed everything for me. Yeah. I I'm woefully unqualified to uh speak on the subject, but I did enjoy. I told you about the we and wine nights, right? In college. Oh, uh, we're, we're all sure. like we're all like 18, 19 years old, and you think it'd be, I don't know, we, we would, but we would we would have a nice sophisticated night of of we and wine. And it, they both start with W I. So you gotta why not? Uh, they were 21. They're 21. Yes, that's what we were. We were 21. Yeah. actually. Yeah. I actually didn't drink it until I was twenty one, so I must have been twenty one. Yes, right? you had you. you uh, legally must have been twenty one. I'm, I'm being legit, though. I know you're doing a bit, but I'm being legit. Anyways, uh, we did the same thing. Playing. We was when it first came out, so much fun, just swinging violently. Legit, almost put holes in walls. So I would go with the uh, we as well, even though I haven't used as many of these other. I played Duck Hunt back in the day. Mm-hmm. That was about. That's about that's it fun. with the uh, with the gun. That's that's all I got. This is from uh,
1: Jacasio, I believe. Jacasio. It says, what is your funniest or weirdest gym experience?
2: Weirdest gym. You know what? I, I see a lot of weird gym experiences like filmed and stuff. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like so out of the ordinary at a gym. I, I think there was one random gym we went to. I want to say it was in like West Virginia where the dude, uh, there was a dude practicing um I want to, I'm assuming it was Taekwondo. It might've been Tai Chi. I'm not as familiar with the uh, martial art, but he was in there looking like Rex from Napoleon Dynamite, Rex Kwando. So he was in there like actually practicing. And then we were out in the middle of like nowhere. And I'm like, Oh my God, like this, this is not like a movie. This is somebody that's actually practicing these like, you know, katas in, uh, in Zubas with American flags on them and the American flag bandana and everything. But I feel like that's a, that's why I started, because I hope you guys have a better one <laughs> <laughs> better than that. Uh,
0: this isn't weird, per se, but for some reason, I don't remember why, but we had a flight to San Diego. It was me and Woods. We were together. We got to San Diego real early. And this is not weird, but I just have a I just remember and love this day. But we got to San Diego real early and we went to a brunch spot and we just had bottomless mimosas. Just had, <laughs> just a couple brothers, you know, having some bottomless mimosas. <laughs> Uh, we had. I wasn't had wrestling. Time. I wasn't wrestling. Right, and then but then we uh, we just we had a lift, so we or we used rideshare. We didn't get a rental car that day, and I remember just you know being a little little <laughs> enjoying myself a little bit, yeah. and then gym. we decided to go to the gym afterwards. And I remember you know that was a very enjoyable day of just just being in the gym after having bottomless mimosas, just your boy throwing the weights around, being a little tipsy. <laughs> that was a good time. I remember that. It's not very weird but it sticks in my brain because I really enjoyed that day. And I think we should do brunch again. And, you know, I talked uh-huh. to Andres. Andres, we had on the podcast a while ago, mm-hmm. and he's a big proponent of brunch. And there are, there are people on the timeline slandering brunch, slandering brunch like it's effeminate or like there's something wrong if a man decides to have brunch. And there's something wrong with you yes. if you don't like brunch because brunch That's might crazy. be the best meal there is. 10, 30, 11 o'clock to have options of breakfast or lunch. Just to have a day you? to leisurely, you can be outside in some shorts eating, eat, brunch is a fantastic meal. And I have no problem saying that I will enjoy brunch with another man. I have no problem with Not it at all. Not at all. I don't know if this, what this is, but we were, I don't know where we were. I know we were overseas
1: and it's always uh, interesting trying to find gyms over there because where the like the, the CrossFit gym, as you guys know. So there's like two options gym. people, you normally find like a CrossFit gym or a more bodybuilding oriented gym and we went to one that was connected to a building and some sort of like shopping plaza and we were in there we noticed there were a bunch of projectors with like big screens and on these projectors like you, you for for whatever reason we didn't notice it at first and then as we looked at it it was just like compilations of of women squatting. What? Oh, yeah, I remember that one.
2: <laughs> and like with weight or just like Yeah, no, like like fully
1: working out, but everything was just like very like bottom half of the body oriented. And it was like like techno music is blaring and it's just like this is like on loop. And I was like, what what is happening? What is this place? <laughs> and everyone's just like, yeah, this is a normal thing. And like, I'm like, uh, all right, well we're gonna I guess I guess finish up and get out of your hair. But nothing much weirder than that. Very strange. But that's going to be uh, pretty much all the time that we have today. No, because one more. We got time. One more. One, one more. One more. Please, we please. Do one more. Okay. We go. One more. I, I cut it because we keep them long, but right, we was them short. One quick. Okay. Please, so, so here we go. Remember, this is from Andrew. It says, remember that awesome picture of New Day at Waffle House? Why
2: did you turn
0: on waffles? We never turn on waffles. No. It's not a it's matter not of a, choosing pancakes or waffles. You can enjoy both. No, yeah.
2: That's what I'm saying. I I don't understand like that. People think that there's there's like a big like breakfast war, like you can only eat one thing. It's not a it's not a war. You know what I mean? Like if you like pancakes, you can also like waffles. They're made of the same batter. You know what I'm saying? So like, come on, man. I I eat all types of breakfast. I'm sure other people out there, too. Like, why are they trying to it's like people are trying to wedge drive on the on the breakfast plate. Order what you want to order and eat what you want to eat. And if you want to change it, then change it. So what? So what? <laughs> when you think about it of the breakfast foods, pancakes
1: fly the best. They do. Because if we were if we were flinging eggs, scrambled eggs,
0: that's not gonna work. No, I I've thought about that and I think it can work. <laughs> I mean, not, it'll, 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 work. Out. it'll work for our purposes. Right. Just imagine, imagine <laughs> us with a huge vat of eggs and we we scoop up. Just wet eggs flying everywhere. That's my that's my hope. <laughs> that's my dream. Because you wow. love a mess. You love a I mess. I do love a
1: mess. <laughs> I would be down if it was a bunch of hard-boiled eggs. And every week, there was only one
0: non-hard-boiled egg. So everybody's ready to catch one. Right. Maybe that one person. <laughs> I <just> yep. <laughs> I will say that. I don't know if it, the picture was from the one time that we got the Waffle House sleeves. But I was so excited that yeah. Waffle House has sleeves. So they have these... They're like shooter sleeves, like basketball sleeves, but they're for the grill people so they don't burn themselves, you know, on the grill. Uh, but one of the servers was kind enough to offer uh, his sleeve and I actually still have it. It's in my uh, travel bag. But Waffle House is that was our go to for a while. Our go to was Denny's after shows. But that kind of became, I think, Waffle House for the most part when we travel together. Yay.
1: Okay, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. We appreciate you so much. If you enjoyed us, hit us with the hashtag NewDayPod on the socials and make sure you tell all your friends to listen to it. Tell them to subscribe anywhere they listen to their podcast. Just search The New Day. Click the pink picture of the three black guys heads on it because that's us you can catch me on twitter on instagram at xavierwoods phd on the youtube's up up down down thank you very much
2: you can catch me kofi kingston uh at true kofi on the twitter and at the true kofi on instagram and uh you can
0: find me on twitter and on instagram at wwe biggie e, what are you wearing Oh snap! I gotta tell the people we gotta remind them because we seem to forget that we have these shirts for our podcast but we do have them Uh, they have our faces on them but they are for the podcast and you can find this shirt at WWE shop. Support your boys, support the podcast we love talking to you and thank you so much for being here to listen to us but Uh, feel free to cop the wwe uh, shop podcast shirt and don't forget i'm also we are also selling a shirt for charity all the proceeds go to the naacp legal defense fund you can find the link uh it's my pin tweet on twitter and it is in my bio on instagram gotta wrap things up thank you for listening thank you thank you